0: Five, six, seven, eight. Chili. chili.
1: Burn. We'll explain. We'll
0: explain why that's the word in a minute. All right, here we go.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Consider with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. I was about to count down again. <laughs> Good. Great. When you started, I was like, no. No. Not your turn. Not, not a five, six, counting. seven, eight. I am chili. <laughs> Burr. So the reason that we decided today's word was chilly is because um, today's episode is a Gilmore to consider, obviously. And when we wrote it on the calendar, moreover, when Haley wrote it on the calendar, <laughs> she wrote fingers. GTC <laughs> chilly. And so this morning when we were like, you know, starting to go through voicemails, I said, you wrote GTC chili. Do you want it to be like, like, like about the cold? Or, like we are just coming out <laughs> of like a winter episode. It's our last episode of the year. Do you want it to be like chilly? And she was like, Oh no, I meant chill, like just chill like, vibes chill. only. And I was like, like sure, chatty, chill, chilly, after the
0: holidays, <laughs> chilly,
1: chatty, <laughs> We're chillin'.
0: Yeah, when I got that from you, I was like, I think she's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, chilly. Like, why would does she not know what it means to chill? Like just relax, chill out. Um, and I, then I went to the calendar. I was on the treadmill while this was happening. And I was like, I was actually reading your voice message. was not listening to it. um, Because it, like, sends me, like, the text now. Does it send you the full text? It only yeah. gives me a preview when I do mine. I know. It sends me the full text. Wow. And sometimes I'm like, I have to listen to it because I'm like, that's not what she said. Um, it's like th- our voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Literally, exactly. Um, But I read that and I was like. Why did she want to do cold voicemails? Did anyone leave a cold voicemail? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I don't
1: really know what chili, like GTC chilly
0: means. Yeah. like we're just gonna chilling.
1: But I loved that your response was we could wrap ourselves up in like you know <laughs> coats and scarves and stuff yeah. if you want. We I was could. like,
0: no, I'm put I'm good. On. Put, yeah, on put a hat on. Yeah, we could snow beanie. It's true. We absolutely yeah. could do that. Speaking of cold, it's going to be very cold in Chicago, which we mentioned. We're having a Gilmore Galentine live February 15th in Chicago. And the thing I forgot to mention in the last episode is I've never been to Chicago before. <gasps> You've never been. Oh, I've that's exciting. Been.
1: The thing is, is, that we'll have to go into the city proper because it's very lovely. Um, I, I think I talked about this earlier this summer, but Brett did a contract in Chicago yes. back in May and June. He did West Side Story at the Chicago Lyric Opera, and it was my first time going to Chicago. And I Good. had the most wonderful time. Now, I will say most people warn you about going to Chicago in the winter because it's windy. Chilly. <laughs> Chilly, if you will. <laughs> so um, we'll definitely have to like suss it out. But I think like an evening in the actual city would be really yeah. great for us. We should oh do that.
0: God. How romantic for us. Oh,
1: yes. Gal- what, yeah. what a better way to spend Valentine's Day. Actually, we'll be there on Valentine's Day. Because our event is the following day, I think.
0: fun. I guess it depends. Should go
1: on a Valentine's Day date together? That would be very fun. It also depends on if we add more cities, which is our plan to add more cities to this tour. So as of now, the plan is that we'll be there for Valentine's Day. We'll spend the night.
0: We'll have a really romantic evening for my first time in Chicago. It's
1: true. I will say that is my anniversary with Brett. Um, Not (laughs) over Brett, over the fact that it's (laughs) Valentine's Day. I love Brett very much. (laughs) Um, It is my anniversary with Brett, so. So if he is with me, then it may Should have to come. just be the three of us. I mean, i'm my wife and my boyfriend. Oh How my perfect.
0: god! I would love to be the third wheel for you and Brett for Valentine's Day for anniversary dinner. We'd love to have that's, you. M-
1: that's my dream. Is that, <laughs> is that your dream? That's
0: my twenty twenty four New Year's resolution.
1: <laughs> All right, great done. Because it is the last week of the year here.
0: It really it's is the last week of twenty twenty
1: three. It is. I'm so excited for just kind of like the end of 2023, round it out,
0: yeah. send it off
1: with a little a little kiss, yeah. say bye-bye. Little kiss,
0: because it was an absolutely terrible year. It was a shit time, show. Being an absolutely wonderful year.
1: 1,000%. <laughs> We're talking about it this Friday on Patreon, but we kind of shared some of our New Year's resolutions. Um, yeah. We don't really do resolutions here yeah. in this house. Word. We do like a word. Haley picked a color this year. I did pick a color. So if you want to hear all about that, join us on Patreon. We're in the midst of season four, which is very exciting. And we are (laughs) loving it. I think we've mentioned it like 400 times that we are loving season four.
0: (laughs) You know what we talked about in the episode that's coming up on Friday is what the most romantic food is. So maybe we'll find the most romantic food and we'll go get it in Chicago. Oh, smart.
1: Oh, my God. There is this pasta place. One of the things I was talking about was pasta. In Chicago? No, in the episode about romantic
0: food. Oh, yes. I said that You're I felt like right. Italian
1: food was romantic. I said romantic. fish and you said Yes, Italian. pasta. There is this incredible Italian restaurant with the most to die for pasta.
0: Mm. Do they have dairy-free pasta? Do you know?
1: I want to say they might. Uh, they had such an extensive menu, I'd be surprised if they didn't.
0: Yeah. Make a reservation. We Sign should go. Up.
1: Brett and I went once but wanted to go back several times i was only there for a couple days but he went back a couple times by himself because it was that good
0: oh amazing so that Should is where I we'll s- go will i be able to sit at your table or will i sit next to you I'm i single. would
1: i just like the the like <laughs> bird's eye view of like the camera shot that is me and brett having a lovely dinner and then just zooming out and you're sitting next to us just staring adoringly just watching you <laughs> <laughs> really tickles or not me. even adoringly just like blank face just watching just watching Eating your dairy-free <laughs> pasta. No, yeah. you will sit with us. We'll have okay, a great. Silly goose time. I don't even know if Brett can come. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I have just no be idea. Me
0: and little old you,
1: little old me. It's true. Yeah. But we're so excited.
0: We're so excited for Gilmore Galentine. It's February fifteenth in Chicago. Um, get your tickets. They're in the show notes, or you can go to our Instagram to a uh, link in our Lincoln bio. Yeah, um, Abraham Lincoln bio. Um, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> and. <bad>. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll hope to see you there because we're really excited about it. Yeah. Our Midwest girlies. Our Midwest girlies. Our snow girlies. Our Maybe Midwest
1: besties. I hope that yes. they're, it, it can be girlies. It can be... Also you know,
0: I actually think girlies is um an all inclusive. Like, an all inclusive in the same five. way that someone would say you guys. Yeah. You know, a lot of people take issue with it, I understand, because it feels very much like you're just addressing men. Yeah. But I feel like girlies is like a better version of that. Like it means everyone. I was yeah. explaining this to my dad, um, and he unfortunately has now started using the word girlies. So <gasps> I'm obsessed with the fact that Ed is now using the word girlies. The fact that Send Ed, Ed is... has now jumped on the Gilmore <laughs> girls
1: train is just uh I never knew how much I needed it until he arrived.
0: Yeah. So uh, Until I don't think I've mentioned it in full on the podcast. I've definitely talked about it on Patreon, but my dad went to the live show and he had never seen Gilmore Girls in full. He'd only ever like picked up pieces, of course. I mean, I don't have to explain to you guys that I've been watching Gilmore Girls for quite some time, um, but he's like, you know, picked it up as he's gone along. He knows the character's name, um, but he was like, I need to know what you're what this business that you're doing is like he was like you're an entrepreneur and I need to know what this what the foundation of this is so mm. he decided to watch start watching Gilmore Girls but he didn't tell me until he was at Rory's birthday party that he like had started and he like was like into it um yeah because has, what if he started it and was like I, I was like horrible <laughs> can't do this um he loves it he loves the dialogue he loves Lorelai and Rory because I think I mentioned it in the episode your birthday episode because he was talking about how or I was talking about rather how he sees me as Rory and my mom is Lorelai, despite the fact that I am Lorelai's age. Um, But he has so many opinions. He just finished four and is, like, beyond us. Or he just finished season three, rather. And he's beyond us in our rewatch on season four. So it's, like, nice to, like, be right there with him as he's getting through it. Um, He is so disappointed in Jess. Like just like couldn't be more disappointed mm-hmm. cuz he was like they really ruined his character. He yeah. had such potential. Yeah. Tyra like, Banks, we were rooting for you. We exactly, were all rooting for exactly you. Exactly. That's exactly how he feels. Yeah. Um and he'll send me text updates regardless of the fact that he's watching it in the other room. He will send me like it's so it's so much fun. I've been sh- I've been sharing them on my Instagram story. But last night he was texting me and he said, "Um I don't remember what happened to Dave." He was like he went to college in California, and I explained him what happened with um, Adam Brody that he went to the OC, and I was like we had a whole episode about it that like we you don't really get like tied up with Dave. My dad didn't believe me (laughs) that like there was no real closure to Dave. Yeah, I was like me with the Gilmore Girls podcast like you don't believe that I know what exactly transpired. So he texted me this really long text message last night. First of all, he went back. And so he was watching, like, fast-forwarding through all the episodes at the end of season three, um, trying to find it, like, you know, going through them all. And then my mom started watching with him. So they ended up having to watch Rory's graduation speech and watch the rest of that episode because my mom wouldn't let him fast-forward. Of course. Because she, like, got tied in. Um, But he said, okay, assuming I had missed something, I went back, fast-forward looking for Dave, assuming I had missed something. He said... He has stayed up all night reading the Bible to try to understand what Mrs. Kim's comments were, only to find out it was Shakespeare, after which she said Lane could go to the prom with him. And then dot, 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 nothing in all capital letters, yep. unless I'm missing something, Rory shows up to see Lane in season four, episode four, with the remaining band members in the, hiding in the closet, yes. and you find out Dave is in California at college, and that's it. Well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, has he gotten to the marriage jug episode yet? he absolutely has because that's why he backtracked yeah because he an earlier text message was just in quotes marriage jug. ha (laughs) yes yes love (laughs) but he got there and he didn't believe me that there wasn't a final dave scene so he went back episode by episode and tracked through each of the dave moments and i was like dad if you would go back to the summer of 2022 we did that in an episode. And he was we like, did. I had to check for myself. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you got to check for yourself. And I was like, most people I feel like would just like, they'd let it go. Or like, I'd be like, yeah, you don't really see him again. Not him. He went through all of the episodes he had I'm obsessed with that. I mean, like father, like daughter. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, you should come on the podcast. You just replaced me. You and Tara can
1: Taryn talk about. <laughs> we can talk about Back to the Future
0: and we can talk about Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Could you imagine? It's like, um, I'm Tara, this is Ed. Hi, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't quite roll
1: off the tongue in the same way. It doesn't, does it?
0: God, (laughs) would that be fun. Yeah, but he's he's loving it. He's having a great time. He is going to finish this next week, it feels like. I don't want to watch it with him because I don't want to be like like watching him watch it but i said i would watch the revival with him because i know he's gonna be so disappointed he hates when tv shows don't end well especially because like his favorite tv show is game of thrones which had the worst ending oh god possible. yeah that was
1: like notorious for having a terrible
0: ending yeah so this, really yeah. letting the fans down in the last season especially yeah. and my dad hates like open endings even though it's really not we don't feel that way we feel like what happened was you know we know what's what's gonna transpire next, but my dad does not like that. I've only met your dad once and I can see his face at the end of Yeah. Well it's like when he saw Hades Town on Broadway mm-hmm. and he didn't know the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice and like he didn't know that he turned around. And like to this day my dad saw that in twenty nineteen. He still brings up the fact that he turned around. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just know that when he gets to the end of this, he's going to be, like, it's going to be that, it's going to be Hades town all over again. Yeah, fully. (laughs) Fully. I can't (laughs) wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. He'll probably be done by the time
1: this episode airs. (laughs) I was going to say, I think that's going to come up before the end of the year. Yeah. No doubt. But he
0: had, he had gotten knee surgery, so he was, like, blasting through them. But now he has to go back to work. So I do believe it will slow down for a second. Okay, that's fair. But um, he's loving it, and I will continue to share updates on my story and with all of you. I will say the worst part of him watching it is now he's developing opinions mm. on, like, things that we have opinions about. Like, he went back and listened to our first episode, and he was like, mm, I don't know about your feelings on Dean. Oh, Ed. And I wait was like. Wait till you get to the end of season four. That's what I'm telling him. I was like, just wait. And he was like, I haven't seen it yet. And I was like, oh, I know. So, oh, like, a little bit, I'm like, I don't want your feedback. <laughs> what episode is he on? I I think he's, like, right right around where we're at in our rewatch.
1: Oh, okay, great. All right. Yeah. He'll discover soon enough.
0: Soon enough, yeah.
1: <laughs> I want to sit there and watch him. <laughs> I yeah, I'm excited for him to kind of see all of it unfold. Oh, yeah. he is so uh, you know, like whenever I hear that people are watching Gilmore Girls for the first time, I always I just like there's a special place in my heart for that because we will never experience that again.
0: I know, unless we get hit in the head and forget everything. That's true. I hope that doesn't happen. I
1: don't hope for that. Um no. <laughs> but there's just a feeling about watching a show that you fall in love with for the very first time. There's no better feeling than that. I mean, we love watching the show year after year, but there's a discoverability factor that comes with like finding a show that you love and binging it and just episode by episode, getting like falling more and more deeply in love with a show. Yeah. And yeah, I just I love when people discover the show because we have such a love for it.
0: You and me? Yeah. I do like this show. Yeah, I think so. A little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. Great. Glad we're here. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just exciting to yeah, see people watch the show and get to enjoy it for the first time.
0: Especially because I haven't found a show like that in a while that mm-hmm. I feel that way about mm-hmm. where I've like binged it and been like, oh my God. So like seeing other people find this show kind of like living through them for that moment because mm-hmm. I haven't found one that's like really done it for me. Yeah. Maybe Sex in the City will do it for me.
1: <gasps> that would be fun. That would I'm be only really seen, fun. Like a
0: popcorn of episodes from when I watch it on E when it's on cable. Oh
1: yeah! No no no! You gotta throw it on Max and yeah, really just watch dive the whole in. Thing so watch I can the listen thing. to your
0: podcast.
1: Oh, so you can come on my podcast. I know. I do want to come on. I was um, going to say. I've
0: really only seen the movie
1: and the finale. <laughs> yeah. And if you if we wait until then, I will see you in a few years. I mean, yeah, I see soon. you every day. But yeah. I just mean on that end of the podcast, I'll see you yeah. in a few years. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. But speaking of this podcast, we had a ton of voicemails, like a flood of voicemails that I listened to this morning. I only listened back to October through now, um, which at this point that we're recording this, it's December 14th. I just love... Hearing the perspective of our listeners so much, it was such I a know. joy to like spend my day this morning. I was at Sweeney Todd. I was doing um, prep for costumes for the show. Basically, like as I was ironing, just like listening to voicemail after voicemail oh, after voicemail. That. It was like almost like <laughs> listening to my own podcast of of like our listeners sharing their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, oh, I love that. It so was very much. lovely. <laughs> um, so we have a lot to play, but it's perfect because the next three episodes are actually going to be more to Consider episodes. In this episode, I wanted to, I picked a voicemail from like our last f- four, excluding the winter episode, because at this point, the winter episode hasn't aired, um, but our last four like pretty prominent episodes that people responded yeah. to. Um, so I'm actually going to start with the Nava episode about romanticizing Jess Mariano, because we had a listener mm. call in. Her name is Jess. <gasps> no. Yes. Thinking about the ways in which she romanticized Jess, but in a very different
0: way than we've talked about. Mm, okay. Come on, Jess. Jess on Jess.
2: (laughs) Hi, girlies. This is bestie Jess. So I've been thinking a lot about how Jess is romanticized, and I realized I romanticize him in a completely different way. So when I first started watching the show, I was 15. I'm 20 now. And I had this huge crush on a guy in my high school who already had a girlfriend. So I love Jess because he had successfully broken up a couple. He had done it, and I was taking notes on his tactics. Plus, we share the same name. I know it sounds bad, but I was very young. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to share my perspective and how I became a
0: Team Jess girlie. Bye. She said inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> she said Jess inspo. Savage. <laughs> He's a Jess. I'm a Jess. I can do this too. Yeah. Oh, I want to
1: know the tactics. It's interesting because I feel like when she, when i listened to this voicemail i was like oh my god is that like Part of why I had, like, toxic traits surrounding, like, this was kind of the conversation we were having with Napa, right? Like, these were conversations we had around, like, the men we picked, but not necessarily about the tactics that we used in our own relationships. Like, as Jess spoke to, this was when we we were 15, 14, 13 years old. But at the same time, it's just one of those things that you don't realize normalizes some, like, probably bad and toxic behavior.
2: (laughs) Because it's for the drama young, of it like, all. That's right. it, for sure.
0: I just want to ask listener Jess, bestie Jess, what her tactics were. I know. Like, I know. what did you steal from show Jess to, like, what were you inspired by? Yeah. Um, did you get ice cream in cones? In like, cones. Did you did fight you, him?
1: Did you ask to be tutored or did you, like, have a need to be tutored by this person that you were
0: yeah. crushing on? When you took the trash out, did the um girl he was with come and like menacingly stand over you? Was she yeah, really a lot is, taller this is than my you? My
1: school. This is my town. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know I just like I now like now that I know that I'm like immediately need more information I know I know I was kind of hoping for a story time but it was only like yeah. 40
1: seconds long but yeah. my jaw fell to the floor I was like
0: oh my yeah. god yeah well bestie Joss if you'd like to come back in with the tactics I'm glad that you recognize maybe not the best choice Correct. but like I want to know if you got together or if yeah. it was just like a hope and a dream and a wish um, a hope and a dream and a wish yes and like maybe you resent jess in some way because it happened for him but it didn't happen for you or maybe it did happen for you Bessie, Jess, i've got nothing but questions and you're the only one who can answer
1: <laughs> it's true you're the only one who
0: can answer but thank you for calling in with your honesty i, I know that. i love honesty hour on the pod i do too it, it was definitely something that made me think lots of
1: thinky things yeah because again we've just talked. we've talked about ways in which this show has bred interesting behaviors in us. Yeah. But not like that. So no. <laughs> that was very Maybe. cool. But I, I definitely some of us. I definitely would love a story time if you ever want to come back and, and share those fields. And share it. Yeah. Or if there's
0: anyone else who has something like similar to that where like you got inspired by this in the wrong way mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true we should do a whole episode about that being incorrectly inspired <laughs> yeah oh my god that would be great Haley, i feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol but we do love New styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one time gift from Tacovas. Only at tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. So this voicemail is not necessarily in line with our Friday night dinner episode, but we did our Friday night dinner episode uh, the week of Thanksgiving because it was about mm-hmm. food, right? And so this caller called in on Thanksgiving and had an interesting question for us that I don't think we can necessarily answer on this episode, but Ooh. I just absolutely love the prospect of this and I want this to be something that we do in 2024. So let's hear from oh, our bestie, wait. Bella.
2: Hey girlies, my name is Bella, I've actually called you guys a couple times. Um, I had a quick question for you guys, today's Thanksgiving, for all, today's Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Um, second of all, I have a question that I think would be interesting to make a podcast about, now I know it's far too late, because it's already Thanksgiving, by the time you're going to hear this, it will already have been passed, it's fine, but in a deep-fried spring Thanksgiving, when they all have the four meals, I would love to hear you guys make kind of like your own fan fiction of it. If- all of the people if all of the people associated with all four Thanksgiving dinners got together and had one big Thanksgiving dinner and like the drama. Like when you did um the birthday parties for the girls for Rory and Lorelai and who you think would be there and what was going on. I would do the same thing but for like Thanksgiving dinner with all the people from all four dinners. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know, just a thought. It's kinda of funny. I don't know if you guys done that or not, but I'm sure um, you'd like to hear that. So, thanks. Love you guys. Podcast. Love you so much. Talk to
0: you later. Bye bye. Oh my gosh, Bella! Wouldn't that so be so fun? much fun?
1: I think we should do that as our Thanksgiving episode next year—a fan fiction Thanksgiving episode, which is taking all of the four Thanksgiving dinners and melding them into
0: one big dinner, like the Bracebridge dinner. Oh, so so fun! First of all, the food would be wild. Oh my god! Second of strange. all, why do I immediately want to sit Emily Gilmore next to Mrs. Kim? Oh without a shadow of a doubt like uh i need those the two of those too
1: yeah because we never like really need more ever see them interacting after emily in wonderland yeah and she Maybe kind of like more. walks out of the walks out of the antique store being like ah, i like that woman yeah exactly <laughs> so i feel like two they would have been mamas. yeah two strict mamas get them together
0: yeah oh that would be so interesting right it kind of like begs the
1: question i'm curious how you feel about this because i know you have two different feelings about both those episodes but it kind of makes me feel like deep fried green thanksgiving is the bruce bridge dinner of season three is it not what do you mean by that it's kind of structured a bit similarly it's like we have this conundrum it involves food um all
0: of these different dramas happen within the episode itself yeah okay i thought you meant like people love both of these episodes oh this no, this... no 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 Just... Because i was like they shoot would probably be yeah, but yeah no yeah. i see what you mean like structurally like Bracebridge yeah. could maybe be the thanksgiving episode of season two exactly vibes yeah it's like yeah. everybody's
1: coming together it feels almost like their holiday quote-unquote episode so yeah to speak. they gotta
0: like do a little fixeroo
1: in the way that like forgiveness and yes. stuff
0: i guess would fall under that same category like they had one plan and it fell through into something else yeah it involves dinner it's
1: conflict yeah, it it ends up bringing that. people kind of together. Something is revealed, maybe. I don't know. Mm, interesting. I wonder what that episode of season four would be, huh? And as we're rewatching, I'm I'm curious if we
0: find one that we're like, oh, this is that episode. It's definitely girls in bikinis, boys in bikinis, if you will. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what it would be in season four. Um, season five, I guess. Um, kind of feels like to live and let diorama maybe no hmm. i don't know maybe it ends yeah maybe the tradition ends with season three yeah we'll see i'm unsure but no that would be so interesting to put all those people together like the fried turkey um junk suki mm. all of the people oh my god together. drunk suki because in the Bracebridge dinner
1: drunk jackson we don't see him but drunk jackson is really the
0: yeah the main event with bootsy his, yeah on his stomach
1: on his stomach well Bootsy sang Hotel California,
0: playing spoons on his head. Something like that. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And I'm sure Drunk Suki and Luke would start talking about like the origin of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Something along those lines. No, I think that'd be fun. And Jess would be there. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Anytime <laughs> Jess is with the whole gang, I'm like, mm. I
1: know. I love it. But yeah, I just thought that would be really fun. A potential Thanksgiving episode, so put a pin in this because yeah, might bring it with
0: us into 2024. Yeah, I definitely want more um, of what you guys want to see in 2024 because this is the last episode of 2023, Mm -hmm. and uh, got nothing but time. Yeah, all of 2024. We have like a lot of it planned, but we also love to hear what you guys want to hear.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think one of our chat about. I think one of our Gilmore to consider episodes, maybe not the next one, but the one after, will be kind of. Us chatting about what we want to do in 2024 and maybe the greatest hits of 2023. That would be a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. I already have one of the greatest hits (gasps) knocking around in my brain. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) You do. But speaking
1: of greatest hits, one of our episodes a couple weeks ago for your birthday was 1989 Taylor's version. Us kind of connecting those songs to scenarios, relationships, characters, characters in the show and one of our besties called in because she vehemently disagreed with us on one of the songs. So Ooh, let's love. hear from our bestie Jessica.
3: Hi Ta, hi Haley. Um my name is Jessica and I just want to say that I absolutely love young Yank- nineteen eighty <sighs> eighty nine episode of Gilmore Girls um and the songs and how they all match up. However, for shake it off I do have to disagree a little bit and I think just branching out of, like, obviously the main characters of the show, I think that a perfect example of Shake It Off would be Madeline and Louise. They went to this very high-class preparatory school, and then they were supposed to go to these very, you know, hoity-toity colleges, and they ended up just shaking it off and just going and living their life. And um, I think a real, like, moment that captures that idea is when they said, Tulane, weren't you in Tulane? Tulane who? Tulane went bye-bye. And I just kind of, I think that they're very much the girlies that shook it off a thousand times over, and they're still probably shaking it off in Miami. Anyway, just wanted to tell you that but and I just love you guys' show. All right, have a nice day. Bye-bye.
1: Jessica was not the only person to call in and share that opinion. We had two other Jessica voicemails. not wrong. Yeah, we had two <laughs> other voicemails where they were like, um, shake it off is Madeline and Louise. And I was
0: like, it... Is and we can admit when we're wrong. I thought of that afterwards. You did like later, like when we were like doing like the reels and stuff for this episode. I was like, oh, we should have said that. Also, in there's an episode in season four that starts with more like gardening. Um, I saw it. Yeah, the fundamental things apply. Yes, and you're what? I'm gardening. What? Why don't you come over here, honey? Because you seem a little confused. (laughs) And. Roy says shake it off shake it off shake it off shake it off and oh my
1: god that made me laugh oh but like so funny.
0: no you're absolutely right because I thought of that like way way after the fact because I was like Paris like I couldn't really think of anyone and I don't know why I didn't think of my favorite girlies mm-hmm. who were like shaking it off and like legend says they're still shaking it off now but that is <laughs> legend so... says they're still <laughs> shaking it off now in Miami uh, on spring break um, but it's like oh uh, well, I'm trying to remember the lyrics of it it's um um the fellow over there with the hella good hair um once you come out over, baby when they're in that same moment when they're talking about like Tulane went bye-bye they like go and find that man oh, yeah. that yeah it was like off in the corner yeah so it, like immediately made me think of that oh my god um, totally but like I, I, like listening to this i'm like yes we are dumb thank you for pointing that out i know Someone i cannot that you believe that because, we didn't like, even think about them i know I apologize deeply yeah, for my Yeah, This is our public and, like, apology. Um, our soul. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's very they true. It fit it so, so perfectly. Yeah.
1: But I loved that um, because we had a lot of people call in about their thoughts on 1989, and a lot of them aligned with how we were feeling. I but love- this one was like, I am telling you, you're wrong, and here's why.
0: <laughs> and I brought facts to back it up. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. I love when there's facts provided. I will say, adding to that, um, when we were talking about the vault tracks, is it over now? Um, of course, we said it was Rory and Logan. But I forgot to talk about there's a line in it where she says blue dress on a boat. Mm. Um, and it's referencing, of course, Taylor Swift sitting on a boat in a blue dress. But what color is the dress that Rory's wearing? Isn't it blue when they're on the boat? Am I misremembering that? Or oh, she's a blue coat when they steal the yacht? You would know better than I would. I'm pretty sure her coat's blue that she Interesting. Steals. Okay so I don't
1: remember if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure she's in a blue coat. So blue coat mm. on a boat. <laughs> that rhymes better, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I do um, not like green eggs and ham. I do not <laughs> like those. <them laughs> <same I am. laughs> That's exactly. This is yeah. I'm I'm teaching Taylor Swift how to rhyme. Yeah. Um, but I always think about that because i literally all I do is listen to the vault songs. But now all I can think about is madeline Louise. Just shake it off. Mm-hmm. Hater's gonna hate player's gonna play yeah yeah i think that that's definitely more in
1: line than anything that we came up with
0: can i be honest they're kind of all of them blank space Mm. welcome to new york because they will literally go anywhere yeah style out of the woods is probably school (laughs) are we out of the school yet are we out of the school yeah the woods are 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 the school school. (laughs) (laughs) wow that's their album it's the it's all about those girlies dang miss them That's okay. We're going to see them in Girls in Bikinis and Boys Doing the Twist. I really wish we would have seen them in the revival.
1: Oh, me too. I'm so shocked they didn't bring them back.
0: I know. And I know Shelley Cole is um, the only one still working. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't remember. Teal Redman. Teal Redman. Um, She doesn't act anymore, but it just... I know. I would have loved to see I think they could really have pulled skin. her out of retirement fully. I know. Just for a little cameo. Just a um, little
1: itty-bitty one. Yeah. Jessica I, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Chilton and the revival. Because yeah. I think they should have brought back, A, the real Tristan, Chad real Michael Tristan. Murray. <laughs> Real Tristan. Don't write
0: him in if you're not bringing back real
1: Tristan. Exactly. I did a whole TikTok on this, and this is how I connected with Adam Wiley, who plays Brad Langford. Oh, really? That's how we became TikTok friends, is because (laughs) I said, these are the characters that I would have liked to see besides fake Tristan in the revival. And I I started with real Tristan, and then Max Medina and Brad Langford, Madeline Louise, where were they? That's what I'm saying. Like, all the, like, everybody at Chilton, I'm sorry, I love the actress who plays Francie. Uh, that scene to me was one of my least favorite scenes in the entire revival and there's a musical (laughs) and there's a whole musical but that scene with them in the bathroom was one of my least favorite scenes in the entire revival mostly because it's also reminiscent of one of my least favorite storylines in season three which we talked about in our season three recap and on patreon that just the whole Francie storyline made a no sense and b was boring and felt very forced and put on
0: yeah anyway those are my feelings. We talked but about it extensively let's, let's on shake Patreon it if you want to go listen to it. <laughs> let's just shake it off. Let's but just shake it Jessica off. Jessica <laughs> and all who called in about that. You're so, so right. Yes. Um, all I've done since then is think about what other songs apply to what other characters. Oh, really? Do um, we need to do a Gilmore to Consider with Haley?
1: Perhaps. <laughs> Gilmore to Consider <laughs> with Haley yeah. responding to her own opinions.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> all I do now is listen to the Vault tracks and Barry songs from that album. Mm-hmm. It's like my main activity right now. So. That in this podcast. God, what a yeah. dream.
1: <laughs> so the next voicemail is about our most recent episode, not the winter episode, but the one prior to that, which was celebrating my birthday, about... Turning 32, how it's 32. your Lorelei year. And a lot of people called in to share their opinion about this, but we kind of asked how our younger listenership views Lorelei. And we actually mm-hmm. had um one of our 16 <gasps> year old listeners call in, no which way! made me so happy. So Oh my gosh,
0: that's the one I wanted someone really to call in about. I know. Oh, I'm yes. very excited
1: to play this voicemail. Hey
4: guys, so I just finished listening to the new episode about being 32. And since I'm 16, I just wanted to, like, share my thoughts about what I think of, of, like, the age of 32 and, like, Lorelai, because you guys were wondering about that. So, I'm 16, but my mom had me when she was 30, so I was already, like, like, my mom already had a toddler and she was about to have another one when she was 32, so because of that, I don't see Lorelai. As, like, a mom figure, I see her more as just, like, an independent, like, girl boss type of way, I guess, and, like, kind of what I hope I am like in the future, because I love, like, her personality, and I love how she's independent. I don't, like, see her as a mom, see her more as, like, a friend. I think also because I'm the same age as Rory is at the beginning of the show, and, like, since my mom is a lot older and a lot different than Lorelai, I'm like, oh, she's just, like, this cool, like, lady to be around, so I don't know. I hope that kind of makes sense, but those are my thoughts. I love your podcast. Thanks. Bye.
0: Oh my god, I love that so much. Thank you for calling in.
1: I know, it was just really lovely to hear from like our younger listenership, because I know yeah. you're out there, but I feel like we tend to get more responses from people who are more like Gen Z, millennial, etc., more people called in with their f- thoughts and feelings about this. And if I played all the voicemails, we'd be here for an hour. But <laughs> to kind of sum it up, a lot of people did share in their sentiments that they felt like Lorelei was more of a contemporary and mm. also someone to kind of aspire to when you were younger. And that's how I felt watching the show. When I was yeah. 13, 14, even though I hadn't even approached Rory's age yet, I still saw Lorelei as a contemporary. Like, yes, you are an adult, but you, like you are who I want to be when I grow up, but I don't see you as a mom.
0: You know yeah, what I mean? I love
1: that she said that she was just a cool, fun lady and young lady. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She's just a cool lady to have around is what
0: yeah. is the part I love the most. That's what people describe me as.
1: Yeah. Um, I would love cool to be a cool lady around. that people yeah. love having around. You know yeah, what? Um this dream. is such an aside, but Brett will always say to me you're a nice lady and I'm like thanks baby you're a nice lady too
0: you're a nice lady yeah you are a nice lady I'm not gonna lie thank you Um, thank you but no you know what's interesting is like I think that's kind of how I saw her maybe when I was younger like I can't quite remember but she does feel that way especially if like this listener that like your mom is not like that like she's double her age but she seems like a cool fun person to be around Mm -hmm. versus like I'm sure your mom is fun to be around but like in a much different way it's just in a different way older and like you're right like she had a toddler when she was having you um so it's like very different than being 16 and having a wee baby yeah um but I think that now I see her more as a mom than I did when I was watching it when I was younger like now I'm like she's like I don't see myself as her I'm Mm -hmm. like more like you're my mom (laughs) and my age (laughs) yeah I
1: think it's really just that characters we saw when we were kids as adults are still just adults to us yeah
0: you are an adult and i am 16 just like our listener (laughs) yes exactly
1: exactly it's just kind of how we feel in our spirit but yeah upon like listening to the episode that we did two weeks ago and also just thinking about it because now you know i'm here it's arrived like when we recorded that episode i wasn't 32 yet and I know it's just like it was a matter of like a couple of days and I it just turned 32 <laughs> last weekend. But like it is very exciting to hear other people's perspectives and to also have them be like, yeah, no, I still like I always saw Lorelai as a contemporary. So nothing's really changed. I just have yeah. kind of arrived. Right. Yeah. And that's that's how it feels. Um, but it's it's interesting to feel like she's a contemporary and then simultaneously, like you said, like she is
0: mom. You know, not my mom, but she's mom. She's mom. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way that, like, Taylor Swift is mom. She's just mom. Those are my two moms. Yeah. that's who I was raised by. Um, But I do like that this show is, like, from the 2000s. And she's still kind of, like, someone to kind of aspire to in some ways. That she just is, like, fun, very much herself, owns herself. Mm -hmm. It's not always super self-aware, but, like, who always is. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. But i love I love calling her a girl boss are we using girl boss still has that come back around girl boss went out of style real fast and was like did it yeah it was like um oh i forget what the there's like the i can't remember there was like th- three little phrases that people uh would give like if you're like a girl villain girl boss girl oh i can't remember what it was um but no, yeah, it went out, went out of style and became, like, a evil thing. Mm. <laughs> so I wonder if we're using it for good again, oh. um, if it's come all the way back around. Like, girl boss culture was very um, uh, toxic, is kind of, like, the the. Oh, the
1: okay. All right. Do yeah. you think because it was affiliated with people who do MLMs?
0: Perhaps. Perhaps that's what it was. Yeah. Oh. Don't yeah, want, you're don't right. Want... It, d-
1: it did Um, and has had kind of like a negative connotation added to it because yeah. people who were in MLMs or are in MLMs, I'm sorry if you're in one.
0: They'd be like, hey, girl boss. Remember me from high school?
1: Yeah. Or they'd be like, do you want to be your own girl boss? And I'm like, you're not your own girl boss. I'm sorry. You don't own yeah. your own business. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't. Yeah. I think there is something inherently different about literally – Going and finding the financing to buy your own inn, yeah, literally rebuild it and open it, woman boss.
0: Yeah. And it was also because like we don't call men boy bosses.
1: Correct, Also that.
0: Could you imagine? That's like a complete side note. It's like we call boys who ride horses cowboys, but we call girls who ride horses horse girls. You're right. Why do we do that? Why can't we call them cowgirls like they deserve? why think we call some people cowgirls? Why can't you call me a cowgirl? (laughs) I do. This is where this has landed. What was the question again?
1: (laughs) Well, we got really far away from ourselves.
0: It always comes back to me wanting to be a cowgirl. Anyways. We were talking um, about Lorelai being very independent, being
1: very feisty, being very scrappy, being someone who is, um, like, in my opinion, yeah, being a girl boss, being a... Just being an independent entrepreneur and self-starter, she is the self-starter. Yeah. And I know she put herself in a position to be that way and she could have bought, she could have accepted help from anybody. Um yeah. at any time. And sometimes she chose to take it. When she had to, she took it. But I think that yeah. that was something that I always aspired to. I mean, not that I necessarily wanted to own my own in, but I just, I her energy to me was also so, always something to aspire to. And in that sense, I feel like you feel the same way about Taylor Swift. They're very influential. Like, it's yeah. less that they are authority figure. Well, they are technically, like, Lorelai in this case. She is my She figure. was kind of an authority figure <laughs> as, like, a mom-type character. But that is why, like, I, again, say that she felt like a contemporary and all the same felt like you know, someone to aspire to and kind of like a mom figure.
0: Yeah. It's almost like, um, you also have this feeling of like, you can kind of turn your life around if it doesn't work out the way that you planned it to. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of still end up where, uh, you're meant to, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Lorelai did, like, you know, she did it on her own knowing that she kind of could always fall back on her parents even if she, like, did it begrudgingly. Mm -hmm. So she does have, like, that privileged aspect to it that, like, can't be ignored. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, I just feel like, you know, she's just a cool lady. Fun to be around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's just a cool lady to have around. I love that. Yeah. Cool lady to have
0: around. I kind of want that to be, like, my mantra of 2024 (laughs) yeah yeah that's my (laughs) like And with I that, like, that is how yeah. we end
1: 2023. Yeah. Our mantra for 2024 is to just have the tagline of a cool lady to have around.
0: Yeah, and I like mean that in like the best the way best possible. way possible. Like it sounds like we're making fun of her, but I'm genuinely. Oh not. no no that's no no, like, no! I'm that's like my with new that. favorite way to refer to people. Yeah. I think you're fun to have around. <laughs> Thanks. I think you're fun to have around too. <laughs> you know what? I think all of you have been really fun to have around this yes, year. Yes,
1: it's true. I'm so so grateful that we get to end another year doing this podcast.
0: Yeah. We are ending the year. It's not technically ending the season. No, this not season yet. season ends in mid-January.
1: Yeah, this was a really great uh, send-off to 2023. And next week's Gilmore to Consider will be our first episode of 2024.
0: Yeah, we'll be different people then. It's
1: true. We'll <laughs> be very, very different.
0: <laughs> we'll all be aged and yes. sparkly and... Um, I hope that you eat your um, black-eyed peas and collard greens and start your new year right.
1: Yeah, my grandma likes to put um, a loaf of bread outside um, on her stoop. Why? That's apparently like good luck. Um, oh. Yeah, she I've been does. Put it your loaf of bread out every single year, and hasn't let her it. down yet. So. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever your New Year's traditions are, I hope y'all have a wonderful start to the year. Yeah. And we'll see you next year. See you next year.